Forbes India Cover Story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek. As we all get used to a whole new way of working uh, in our respective professions, uh, this issue's cover focuses on just that. How is Corporate India prepared to deal with this situation? What are some of the companies doing to uh, tide over through these times? Uh, joining me on the call to talk about the cover are Pankti Mehta, Karakia and Nandika Tripathi. Hi, Pankti, Nandika. Good morning. Hi, Abhishek. Good morning. The story itself uh, would have uh, thought to reflect uh, how your lives have changed uh, as journalists because when it started, there were many WhatsApp messages floating around about how professional and personal boundaries are blurred. How has it been for, for the two of you? How has it been for the staff at Forbes India to begin with? So it has been interesting. I mean, we have been working completely remotely. Um, I mean, our whole team has uh, pretty much for more than a month now, as have most companies. Obviously, we've gotten used to the routine now and we know that we can pull off bringing out issues uh, while working from home. You know, we're doing a lot of Zoom interviews, doing videos with people. So it is obviously different because ours is an on-ground sort of job and we aren't out reporting as much as we would have been otherwise. But within the limits and within, you know, we have uh, the luxury of, of being safe at the moment. We're very thankful for that. But yeah, we are... As you mentioned, I think some days, at least for me, I know for Nandika as well, we are working extra hours to make up for what we can't do. Yeah. We end up working later nights, uh, earlier mornings, because we're literally working from when you wake up to when you go to bed. I think we are also working on finding that balance, and I think that's something that a lot of employees are, um, you know, struggling with. And, and some companies are doing interesting initiatives to help them through that as well. I think with this, uh, it has proved that uh, working from home is indeed an option which can be considered a concept that some companies, if not all, uh, had frowned upon. Do you see this to be a new norm in the foreseeable future? We spoke to a lot of uh, CEOs and uh, all of them agreed that uh, hybrid model is the way forward. Uh, that is work from home and limited visits to office. And uh, I think uh, recently TCS also announced that uh, by 2025, uh, 75% of their workforce will move to work from home. India is uh, well prepared for this model to be adopted. And the CEOs are also trying to find a balance in, you know, controlling their employees and uh, how they are being empathetic towards them and also getting the work done. You mentioned empathy there. Uh, could you offer a couple of examples that uh, maybe both of you came across when you interviewed uh, these business leaders as to how have their uh, leadership styles or the policies uh, changed, even if it, it, it's marginal, to uh, figure out how to take care of their employees when you can't obviously physically meet them, and yet these are tough times. Yeah, so for example, uh, we spoke to uh, uh, Zensar Technologies CEO, Sandeep Kishore, mm-hmm. and uh, he said that uh, nowadays, uh, before, like at office, all the conversations all about work, work, and work. But now while they're working from home, they've made it compulsory for all the employees to be available on video call mm-hmm. uh, while they are discussing anything, and now, you know, they are inviting their families and children to come on video call and talk. And uh, so along with work, they're also uh, engaging the employees in uh, other discussions and mm-hmm. they're trying to know their families, children. They have become more interactive, per se. Just to add to that, something that Nivriti Rai of Intel India also told us what mm-hmm. Intel is doing. So she said she also noticed that, you know, people are finding it hard to blur the boundaries between work and uh, home. So basically, they have these casual catch-ups 
uh, sort of, you know, to replicate the chai break at the office in a virtual setting. So it could be anything where they get together just to chit chat about their families or about, you know, they had a dance session, they had an antakshari. So just something to sort of give you time to bond with each other as well and mm-hmm. also take a bit of a break from your work uh, tasks for the right. day. So that's one thing. And since you mentioned leadership, that's something that C.P. Gurnani of Tech Mahindra also mentioned that the style of leadership now in this new normal has to change from command and direct to mentor and inspire. So you're not, you know, breathing down your employees next the whole time, but you have to be able to trust them and to inspire them to work the best that they can. Breathing down employees neck is the last thing you would want when the situations are tough. Which is something that in India has not been used to, but uh, we'll have to adapt to quickly. Indeed. And, and one sure. person who seems to have adapted uh, very quickly is uh, Sandeep Kishore of uh, Zensar Technologies. You've got a picture of him with his uh, Labrador <laughs> in the house. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, even yeah. Uh, uh, Hari Vasudev from uh, Walmart Labs mentioned that they recently uh, celebrated National Pet Day uh, with their employees mm-hmm. and uh, all of them shared adorable pictures. So this is something new and innovative that leaders are trying to do to engage with their employees. So yeah, it was interesting to know this. Yes, I think HR's role, Nandika, has become suddenly has come into spotlight, right? Yeah. Because their job is to now figure out ways to engage a captive community yes. of employees when they are, they could be under a pressure of deadlines uh, with a whole new environment. So I know of a couple of companies uh, or listed on the uh, stock exchange, they, they're doing these little things like, you know, send in pictures of expectations of, you know, working from home and what the reality is. And some of the entries, uh, you know, were hilarious where you are expected to sit on the laptop and in reality, you've got a... Uh, a pocha in one hand and uh, the other hand is on the laptop key. So, so I think sense of humor is what will keep some companies uh, going. But, but on a serious note as well, uh, you, you, there is a segment in, in your cover where uh, Devjani Ghosh of uh, NASCOM, uh, she talks about how she's hopeful that work from home will fix uh, talent, gender and diversity gaps. Uh, so she mentioned that uh, women who have, you know, have to go on maternity leave uh, after having a baby. So things like that will be sorted because of this and people with disabilities who uh, do not get a chance to work from home but have to come to office. So I think companies will understand them more and work from home will give them chance to be a part of the company. So I think this is a very positive thing for them as uh, men and women both work from home, uh, men should equally understand that, uh, you know, it is even their responsibility to participate in the daily household chores and help out women. It, it's, it shouldn't be that, you know, uh, if they are sitting with just, you know, a laptop open and they are working. So even women are working. So I think men and women will have to become more understandable towards each other and equally pitch in, in uh, the daily household chores. This will also bring a lot of change in, you know, the way we work at home. The Linovo's uh, Rahul Agarwal also talks about how it's not all fun uh, in, when it comes to working from home. He cites towards the research from his firm, which talks about how 42% of his folks cited that there were lots of distractions at home when it comes to working. And uh, a good 30% said that it's blurring work and life boundaries. So uh, what are some of the other challenges that, that you foresee people having? given that we are all in the same boat. So one of the biggest challenge actually, power and internet, obviously, Hmm. uh, because people are working not just from cities, right? So if they've gone back to their hometown, uh, they might not have the best internet connection. 
So one of the girls that we spoke to said that instead of working her nine-hour shift, she ends up working eleven hours only because the internet is so slow. So that is going to be a huge challenge for India specifically as well. And then, of course, there is you know household chores. There are a lot of distractions at home. So you just and India, we don't have a separate room that we can work out of. You have kids in the house. You also have some. I mean, some of them are being homeschooled on online classes right now. You might not have separate laptops for them. So you're sharing devices. You're sharing bandwidth. And of course, you have to. Also, you know, manage what's going on at home at the same time. So those are obvious hmm. challenges. But the good thing is that companies, you know, recognize that and are being empathetic to that, as we said earlier. So you know, a lot of a lot of the people we spoke to said that you know, if there are you know children crying on the call or uh, you know a doorbell in the middle or a pressure cooker going off, like we don't really. I mean, we encourage that. We want people to live as normally as they can and work within that. The key will be to have empathetic leaders at a time like this. To add to that, people who have gone back home and are working in graveyard shifts, I think it's very difficult for them at this point because uh, uh, the families get disturbed. So a friend uh, of mine was telling me that you know being at home and doing this graveyard shift. Uh, becomes difficult because also the families have expectations from them that they participate in household chores so uh, you know finding that balance for them is also becoming uh, a bit difficult yeah they have company i've terribly failed in that regard at home <laughs> i need to pick up uh, for for whatever i have done in the last 40 odd days um, and i hope with this lockdown it all depends on how india uh, you know gets back uh, in terms of slowly opening up uh, shops or uh, Uh, offices uh, in in different zones that we have, and we'll we'll need to see how that goes in due course. Thank you very much for this fabulous cover. Thank you both for your time on this podcast, Nandika and and Pankti. Thank you. Thank you so much, Abhishek. All your listeners, you can find this podcast on ForbesIndia.com, iTunes, and now on Spotify and Stitcher too. To have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, message Forbes to five one eight one eight.